welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and, and kicking ass. Kickin ass. <laughs> you sounded like the pirate from um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know oh, how gosh. everything he says is Zah. Like, did you ever I, watch that? I fell asleep during that, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, my God. I loved that movie so much. Of course, we talked about this last time. Pirates, Johnny Depp. Pirates, yes. I remember it being sort of like uh, campy. Oh, totally. That's what made it so great. Like, the first one was great. And then they kind of went downhill from there, like as they mm-hmm. always do. Of course. But it yes, was yes, super yes. fun. But, yeah, the uh, Captain Davy Jones or whatever his name was, everything was like that. <laughs> He ended this. <laughs> so you sounded once again like a pirate. Like a pirate, even. Oh, yeah. Or it's Paul Lind. Uh huh. Yes, exactly. Snagglepuss. <laughs> Snagglepuss. I sound like a pirate, even. <laughs> a Snagglepuss pirate. Oh, I love that. That's cute. <laughs> it is. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Angie Bailey. Oh, and I'm Susie Schubert. And today on our agenda, Susan and I are always looking for ways to improve on the daily grind. Yes. That sounds dirty. Oh, but I, I am always looking how to improve, you know. That on your daily, daily grind. grind. Yeah. I mean, a daily <laughs> grind is a great thing to have. We're not talking about coffee. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah, improve on the daily grind. So we attended a free presentation given by best-selling Atomic Habits author James Clear. And we wanted to share some of the great things we learned with you today. And uh, it's just, well, I read the book too, and I have to say it's just, it's been a life changer for me. So I can't wait to to share some of my stuff that I have stored in my little files upstairs. Yeah, I love that because I hadn't, I can't remember if I heard it I heard about the book from you the first time or if I had already heard about it, because, of course, it's kind of the, the newest, greatest thing right now. Um, but I have not read the book, but I know you have and because we've talked about it already a little bit and you have mm-hmm. been saying how you've been doing some of this stuff. So I came across this talk and I sent it to Angie and we were like, "Ooh, let's watch this. And so, you know, we were just saying before we started the podcast, it's kind of fun because Angie has read the whole book. So knows all about it. I just kind of knew a little bit about it. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, watched this author talk about it. So I'm really curious to hear kind of the difference between if if what you watched, Angie, was stuff you he'd already gone over everything in the book and it wasn't anything new, or if it felt a little new to you in his mm-hmm. talk or like Sometimes when you read something in a book and then someone talks about it, it helps you understand it even better or you get kind of more of an aha moment. So Right, 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 right. Well, before we started, just to kind of give you a quick little rundown on what it's about, he has uh, this idea that tiny changes make a big difference. So you don't have to do this you know, make these great big changes that feel overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You can instead make tiny changes and improve, you know, by a 1% a day even. And you end up up making um, longer lasting changes and uh, in unexpected ways even and by unexpected means. And so what I found, because the talk was like, 
an hour, maybe mm-hmm. 45 minutes, something like that. And everything he said was in the book. Okay. So I feel like it was sort of like the bullet points of the main ideas right, in the book. Right, right. And I, I had already told Chris about probably half of what he talked about because mm-hmm. he recognized some of the things. So I think he picked the some really good things to say. I think he pulled out some things that really make uh, or, or give people an understanding about his uh, his thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. and, you know, how he, he started out talking about like his own story and how he, you know, was injured at a young age and, you know, was sort of a star baseball player and didn't think that he was going to get back to playing. And because he had to make tiny changes, like because he had to go through all kinds of physical therapy to even learn how to walk again. Oh, it's crazy. And he had brain injuries and all this other stuff. Um, but so he had to make these tiny changes. But then he ended up playing minor league baseball, you know, eventually. And so in retrospect, he looked back and said, oh, how can... I apply this to other parts of my life, knowing Mm -hmm. that sometimes you you don't have to, you can't just automatically recover and be this brand new person like the next day. Like you can't say, I'm going to stop smoking. And then, you know, next week you you stop smoking um, because that's, again, going for an outcome versus starting from the smaller steps. And so anyway, so yeah, so that's, that's sort of a, a rundown about what he talks about. And I like it because it's, especially in the book, it's very practical. He has yes. a lot of examples of how this works and why this works. And he did a good job doing that in the talk as well, I thought. Um, and, you know, he, I mean, it was fine. He was sitting at a desk. It wasn't like a TED talk. Um, right. He just sort of like was telling a story mm-hmm. and, and he had Which- some visuals. Yeah, in the beginning of that, I was it just didn't end like the tragedies with him. I was like, I know. Oh my god, like what it went on and on and on. I was like, Oh my god, this poor guy. Like it's kind of a miracle that he's even sitting here talking to us. Exactly. Yeah, but it gives him that cred, that street cred. Totally you know? as to how he so, knows, yeah, that he's actually used this in his own life. But I have to ask, I absolutely love the word atomic. I love mm-hmm. anything from that era. Like I love looking at that sort of design and style and the whole 50s, whatever. But what does atomic have to do with this book? Like why does he call it Atomic Habits? Because atomic are tiny particles. Atoms are tiny particles. Oh, I never thought of that that way. Of so, course. So at the very beginning of the book, he has the definitions of atomic well, and habits. Well, there you go. So atomic is an extremely small amount of a thing, the single irreducible unit of a larger system, also the source of immense energy or power. Yeah. So well, that's so that's like in a scientific way. I love that because when I think of atomic, I do think of that immense power. I don't mm-hmm. think of it from the scientific, you know, the actual, yeah. but how does it start? Yes, yes, because atoms are just little building blocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, which can lead to big things like, you know, atomic explosions, I guess. Like, <laughs> but I probably don't want to go down that road. Yeah, like that time I drank <laughs> vitamin water thinking it was good for me and it led to an atomic explosion. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That was the time that my son still loves to talk about the day I sharded in my free people jeans. Oh, no. <laughs> what what was in it that made that happen? <laughs> I have no idea. I was 
out and about shopping and I was really thirsty. So, you know, they have those coolers a lot of times when you're when you're checking out. And I was like, oh, vitamin water. That sounds really good. Well, I was so, so thirsty that I like chugged the entire thing, you know, not thinking anything of it. And thank goodness I went home. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I was sitting at my desk and all of a sudden, you know, don't trust a fart. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! But I mean, it was the only thing. It was the only thing that could have made that happen at that time because I didn't feel right. sick or anything. It wasn't like I was sick. It was just for some reason yeah. that. Well, little... one one time I I had like trouble like every day having atomic oh. poops, right? <laughs> and and I went to the doctor and she told me that I was taking too much magnesium. Because I was taking magnesium, I was taking a, a vitamin D with magnesium and then extra magnesium, oh. and and that makes you have diarrhea. So I stopped taking the extra magnesium and it stopped. So I wonder I, if it had a lot of magnesium in it. I'll bet you're right. I mean, I figured it. You know, obviously it was something, and maybe if I'd sipped on it over time, it would not yeah. have reacted with me that way. And maybe it's just my insides or whatever. But, oh my god so anyway only us could take talking about james clear atomic habits and make it about a shart well you know if sharts happen what are you gonna do they do thank god it's not a habit though oh <laughs> that's well, a habit some... i don't want to make that a part a of habit. my daily life exactly exactly so yeah so overall what did you think I thought it was fabulous. I really did. I There were quite a few takeaways that I got from that. I mean, it definitely made me want to go buy the book. Mm-hmm. So I will be buying the book. And I will be buying like an actual book that I can go back and highlight. Because we've talked about this before. There are some books I love on my Kindle and other books I really want to have. So I can go back easily to reference things, underline things, mm-hmm. um, which you can do in a Kindle, but it's different. So it yeah, I definitely will be going out and getting the book. Um, I kind of wrote down like a few things that jumped out at me that just really made so much sense. I love the way he he sort of like gave us that out, not an out, but but by saying things that happen when we, you know, fail or don't reach our goals or whatever you want to call it, they don't have to define us. They don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, when when you don't reach a goal that you have set for yourself, it doesn't mean you're a failure. It right. just means that, you know, that didn't work out, which comes to my favorite thing he said in the whole talk was, if you're struggling to improve, the problem isn't you. It's the system. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I love that so much. And that is so true in everything that we do, isn't it? Because if you set a goal or a plan or even a a new way of thinking you're trying to adapt and it just it keeps not working for you. Does that mean that you're lazy? Does that mean you're a bad person because you're not hitting this goal? No, it means that you just haven't figured out whatever it is that's going to drive you to mm-hmm. you know keep going or right. whatever that is it doesn't mean you're a lazy person no it doesn't and everybody's different and the the thing and i explained this i think last time we talked about this on the show is he um he 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 breaks down the layers of behavior change into 
outcomes, processes, and identity. And most people start with outcomes. They're like, yes. I want to stop smoking. Right. And so then, but then you don't, you're not, but when you start with the identity, like I am a person that doesn't smoke. And then you work the other way through the process of it. And then you get to the outcome, then it sticks instead of saying, oh, and then, because then you feel like you fail. Oh, I'm going to stop eating chocolate. Well, you know, that's, an outcome, certainly, but Mm -hmm. you haven't changed anything inside of you to be that person who, you know, stops eating chocolate or, you know, God forbid, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Right. So yeah, so outcome based habits versus identity based habits. And then in between those two are the, the system or the process. Yeah, well, the other thing that I little like line I picked out that I liked was um, to focus on the trajectory instead of the position. So to me, that's the same way of saying, you know, life's the journey. It's not the outcome. Mm -hmm. So instead of, because it's true, if you think, okay, I want to, you know, like he's saying, I want to run a marathon or whatever it is. And you, all you do is sit on the couch all day, every day, and you've never run or even walked much in your life. That Mm -hmm. is going to be so overwhelming that if, if all you do is concentrate on running that marathon, you're going to stop before you even start because it's just too overwhelming. Yeah, but if you, yeah. you know, and I, I talk, I coach this with clients I work with too. It's all about baby steps and then taking a baby step and even breaking it down even more. You keep breaking it down even more till it almost seems silly. Like you want to yeah. run a marathon and you've never gotten off your couch. Okay. So for the first two weeks, you get off your couch every day at that same time. That's all you do. You get off your mm-hmm. couch. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking like things that you don't even think twice about doing. It's so easy that it's not, it's laughable. Yeah. Because right. then you win and you feel good because you've had a victory and then you're ready to right. move on to the next step. So I think it's the same kind of idea. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is. And he, the one thing in here that I, I love that is the same, that goes along the same lines is, you know, it's the, the two minute rule where mm. if you, to break it down to, to do it for two minutes, if you can break it down to do it to two minutes and then, you know, chances are you'll add to that, but you feel like that you've done something. So he says, every time you write a page, you're a writer. Every time you pick up the violin, you're a musician. Every time you start a workout, you're an athlete. And each time you encourage your employees, you're a leader. So that's why I keep the ukulele on my table. Because I sit up, if I I go through my chords one time, I'm a musician. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so you can, and that's how you start the identity. I am this person. And then every time you do it, you know, then, then you become more, you're more confident in saying that you're that person. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of that, that saying fake it till you make it. But it was an interesting thing how he looked at that and said, well, yes, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't just say you're something and not make any steps toward it. Right. You know, right. Exactly. I guess, you know, you're still faking it in a way, in a sense that you haven't gotten to where you want to yet, but you still have to start at something. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Like saving money, even like you've got to even if you are collecting change in a jar, if every time you put, you know, a quarter in it, yeah, you're, you're on the trajectory. Yeah, it's a trajectory. And the the trajectory thing that he talks about is like the 
he he has this chart that shows, okay, so over a year, if you do something 1% better every day for one year, then your trajectory it goes up. So by the time the end of the year happens, then you've gone from 1% to 37.78%. But if you do something 1% worse every day for a year, then it goes down to 0.03%. So like, and it's so easy just to, to let it go downhill. Like if you say, oh, well, I, I'm not going to eat chocolate. And so you eat chocolate and then you're like, well, screw it. I've already messed up. So I'm just going <laughs> to, totally. I'm just going to keep eating chocolate, you know, and then by the end of the year versus, you know, and he says to just don't miss twice, mm-hmm. you know, so have a screw up day, you're sick, whatever do, you know, but if you, if you, if you start to miss things twice, then you start you start a new pattern, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but so it's I, I I think it's interesting, but with the trajectory thing because even the little tiniest things, like you know I do those stairs every morning, yeah, and so I try to like just do just a little bit more every day, like sometimes maybe even half a floor, like whatever, but. At the end of a year, I may be up to the 28th floor. I, I have don't know. to say, though, <laughs> that that does stress me out a little bit. Like, What's that? Okay, so, you know, he brings up that situation of uh, what if this salesperson makes one extra call every day? Mm-hmm. Well, if you make an extra call every day, that's 365 calls you're making. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yes, like, yes. Or like if you're... <laughs> Okay, so let's say you're a salesperson. You're like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to make one extra call. The next day I'm going to make two extra calls. Well, good Lord, by the time you've gotten a, m- a month in, you're going to be making 30 <laughs> calls, at, you know, at the end of your eight-hour stint. Yeah, I don't get that one. It, it, you don't even ha- – and you have no not enough hours in the day. <laughs> I know. So I'm kind of like, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, it's sort of overwhelming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But like, like with, with writing, though, like for me, like I know you put time aside to write on mm-hmm. your blog and all that. And that's something that I'm working toward, you know, because every time I sit down to write, I love it. It's just I, I have a hard time making the time to sit down to write. And it also helps me to like if I'm in my cave, that you know, for part of the time, I just, I, I just do, you know, the, the shitty first draft. Yeah. And then I don't look at it until the next day. So I don't put the pressure on myself to get it all done in one sitting. You know, I come back the next day and, and, and finish it up. And so that's, those are little atomic pieces that, that work together and the, and it's a trajectory. And even if I spread it out over a week where I just did a little bit every day for a week, I've still got one essay a week that I'm putting out, which is, mm-hmm. you know, awesome. So, and it's the same thing, like they've always said with housework, you know, you just do one thing every day. So you're all of a sudden it's Sunday and you don't have to do your whole house. Yeah. And I, I used to try to do that when the kids were at home and, oh, I didn't do a great job. So I was tired all the time. Well, <laughs> and housework is one of those things that you never get to the end. I mean, even mm-hmm. if you only do one thing every day, oh my God, you would be like, You'd never have a whole clean house. <laughs> no, no, because the next day, yeah, yes, it's like this endless thing. But one, every morning, I sweep all the floor in my 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 wooden floors, and um, and it just it looks clean almost all the time. And when we were living at our one bedroom apartment, like I, well, maybe once a maybe once a week, I would. And yeah. it's, we had less floor space, 
But there were like, you know, fur ball. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. And yes, those little tumbleweeds. Those little atomic fur balls. I know. (laughs) I know. But I just amaze myself because it takes me five minutes just to get that area sweeped swept and then uh, and then it looks great all day and then the next day there's not a lot to sweep so it hardly ever looks shitty i love that mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so that's okay but how can you make that example. sweeping one percent better i don't know i could get faster <laughs> right? i guess i don't know but you know what i could do one other thing that took like 30 seconds is i um you know we got the new sofa and so i thought okay i'm just gonna use the lint roller on it yeah you know, so my goal is to do that every day just to make, keep it looking nice all the time. But I, I already missed two days. I've missed probably five days. But that's something I'd like to incorporate to just to, to maintain the house so it doesn't pile up. Yeah, I know. Those are always hacks that can be. We can never have enough hacks when it comes to keeping our house tidy. Exactly. But that's habit habit stacking. You know, he talks about a lot in the book. Oh, good. And yeah. And so that's you've already got a habit of doing one thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why not, you know, add something to it as a trigger. So like, if I, you know, if I sweep, then I just know that the next thing I do is the the lint roller or Mm. while, you know, while I'm um, brushing my teeth, I could, you know, wipe out the sink or, you know, stuff that you just that you could just easily stack. You don't have to try to remember to do it all on its own because you right, just atta- right, you attach right. it to something else. So, but anyway, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the one thing I will say too is like a great example of just how small the things can be that you change is he did, you talked about this last time about that whole, the bicycle story mm-hmm. about the team mm-hmm. that would never win and then they got this new coach and he had this whole new idea of all these little steps they could do to get better. And I mean, my favorite thing was, it was even down to hiring a surgeon. To yeah. come in and show them the proper way to wash their hands. Yes. So they don't get sick as easily. I, I mean, who thinks of stuff like that? Yeah, right, right. Because, I mean, you wash your hands anyway, so why not, like, figure out how to do it the best way possible? I know. <laughs> or, like, they gave them all these different kinds of pillows to sleep on to oh see gosh. which one would give them the best night's sleep. <laughs> I need just someone to come in and do that for me. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Oh, my God. Am I wiping my butt correctly? Let's see. Uh, yes. More I'll efficiently in- so I use one less square of toilet paper. Oh, you can't use enough toilet paper to wipe your butt. <laughs> you know. Oh, so here's something that somebody mentioned to me one time, and I didn't realize there were two different camps. Like, do you fold your toilet paper or do you kind of wad it up Oh, when I you wipe? wad it. So do I. But there's a collection of people out there that folded and then they wipe with with the square, with the multi-layered square. That makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I've just always wanted it. I think that's what people do. So and I don't know that it makes it you use any less toilet paper one way or another. Uh, I almost feel like you'd use more by folding it, but maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe hmm, that's something that, that we go, we hmm. could we could experiment. You know, we could do a whole show on that. Ange, Ange and Sue's try wipe their butts. Dot dot dot. <laughs> 
I, I, I do. We've talked about this before, but I love the idea of us just trying weird shit and, and reporting back. Well, someday we'll be able to do that again. I mean, I guess we could do it each on our own, but it's not as fun. I don't want to shit beside you, though. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love you, you, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Jinx. I can't believe we posted that. Jinx went ten, Yomiko. Oh wow! 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 So funny. It is. It is. So yeah. So but yeah. It's just it's those little things, and it's learning and 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 trying things, and and not expecting overnight results. Yeah, just basically being gentle with yourself, while at the same time knowing that whatever you want to do. It, you, you're not going to do by just sitting and wishing it for it to happen. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the whole idea is the easier you make it on yourself, the more chance you're going to have that you're going to achieve it someday. Right. And if you can get your hands on the book, get your hands on the book, because he has really great examples of, you know, making things easy or difficult, depending if you want to break a good or a bad mm. habit, you know, like how to create friction to keep you from doing the things that you don't want to do and like how to either reward or give yourself consequences for, for those kinds of things. Yeah. 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 Like guilt isn't enough of a, of a consequence. Oh God. Well, you know, I was talking to Chris cause he likes to snack on mixed nuts all day and he he gets frustrated at the end of the day cause he feels like he's eating too many nuts, you know? And so that's such a healthy um, snack. Well, not when you eat, a shitload of them he gets an upset stomach oh and so and so I was like well what would James Clear say and I said well you know <laughs> what you could do is like you say you get two trips to the to the nut jar every day oh, and then any any beyond that you have to start taking you have to start tracking it as a dollar for every other time <laughs> And so every dollar that you you add it up at the end of the month and you take that out of the mad money that we each get at oh the end of the gosh, month. Oh my gosh, that's I could never do that. I okay, would but, rebel but against if, that. But if you were serious about wanting to break a habit, you you could do it. I mean, I could, but I'm such a rebel. You, it's like no one's going to tell me. I'm not going to tell myself what to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go to the nut jar. I'd go to the nut. Okay, I'll go twice a day. Brings like a giant salad bowl. She fills the, oh nut, the bowl with the nuts. I'm only going <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> Jesus. But the thing is, you like consciously doing. That's the thing. You make a choice. If you of don't course. want to do it, you don't have to do it. But if like you were super serious about needing to cut down on something, oh, you know, yeah. like like if you had you know seriously needed to drop. 50 pounds or something, right. then you could, you could do that. Or somebody did something where, oh God, I can't remember if I read it or if I saw it on TV, where every time somebody did something that they weren't supposed to do, they had to write a check to the Trump campaign. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is or, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or send something to like some, you know, something to that they really were not for at all. So it was a huge motivator that they did not do that. Totally. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. I just realized like this whole what would, you know, what would James Clear do? It's like Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) WWJ. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. We we could have that could be a segment of the podcast. 
What would JC do? <laughs> Everyone thinks we're talking about Jesus. No, nope, talking know. about James Clear. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that clear? <laughs> Unless Jesus got in a bad baseball accident when he was in 10th grade. Oh, I know. That's terrible. I love that Sorry. story was funny, though, when he was like one guy that he played with, you know, made the big time and he wrote a blog. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> but look where he is now. Exactly. Yes, I yes, yes. It. So anyway, yeah, get the book if you can. I, and the weird thing is on Amazon, the Kindle is more expensive than the hardcover. Seriously? This hardcover is only like 11 bucks oh right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, I and it, get re- it. it retails for 27 wow. And the Kindle is like $14. That is so bizarre. Wow. Yeah. I better get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on get that on business. It. Yes. So anyway, yeah. So check it out, everybody. If you're, I think it's, I think it's something that anybody could get something out of. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Totally agree. No matter what, whether you think you have big plans or not, I think it's Mm -hmm. just a good way of life. Like I said, to me, it just was kind of like, almost like a person coming to you and hugging you and saying, it's not all your fault. You know, like you're just too hard on yourself kind of thing. I know. I love that. You just need a little hug from JC. I So what's going on with you? Follow me into the ladies' room, but do not take a poop beside me. Here we go. Oh, even in a different stall? No, I couldn't do it either. Uh, And then we could talk to each other. Can you imagine if we did that in a reel, like at Target or something? Like we were sitting next to each other and I'd be like, okay, Ange, so you're going to fold the toilet paper and I'll, and then we're talking to each other. So how is that wiping for you? And like someone comes in. They're like, like, what the hell? I can report a strange incident. An incident. (laughs) (laughs) I can pee and talk at the same time. Like with with my girlfriends in the bathroom. Although I'm totally pee shy though. Are you? Yeah. Like it'll take me a long time to be able to go. Oh, you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> if I really have to go, I'm I'm not. But yeah, I can I can totally get that. <laughs> totally poop shy. Ah, poop okay, shy. So, poop shy. So, poop shy shy. Hush hush. <laughs> I do I. <laughs> flush flush. I do I. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Song's oh never going to be the same again. Never. Never. I actually have a great, I'm going to have a little brag today. And it oh, actually God. fits right in. It, it it fits right in with this topic as far as something I've wanted to change with myself. But I didn't necessarily use the atomic habits in order to do so. All but right. this is huge for me. So, you know, as most of us, a lot of us are doing, is we're sitting around at home a lot more you know, I'm home all day, every day. I don't get a lot of exercise, especially in the winter. Um, I'm just not very good at getting out and walking when it's freezing cold. And I might slip on my butt because I have a really yeah. bad lower back. So I have to be really careful about that. So anyway, I started thinking, well, you know, I've gotten to the point, especially, you know, when COVID really broke, we were also we've talked about this crazy about just eating the junk and you know we're living like it's the end of the world we're just gonna eat whatever we want and all this you know so I was like you know New Year I should probably just cut down a little bit on some things so 
I'm taking a very light approach because I've already learned that diets don't work for me. I don't believe in diets. I don't believe in telling myself that I can't have something because I'll just rebel. Mm -hmm. So what I do now is I only have processed sugar items on the weekend. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Now, I'm not saying no sugar because like one thing I do after dinner Instead of eating an Oreo or two, because we always buy crap because of our son living here. And he can eat as much as he wants. I mean, that kid's as skinny as a rail. And I mean, he eats healthy, too. But he Mm -hmm. can have those snacks, you know, and it's not a big deal. Well, of course, for us, it's easy for us to eat them as well. So like instead of after dinner, instead of grabbing a cookie, I'll get a handful of dried fruit. Now, Mm -hmm. that's full of sugar, um, but it's more natural sugar you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, even with dried fruit, there's not a lot of good stuff. There's like no vitamins in that. It's really weird. It's like, where do those vitamins yeah. go? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? They They're... come out in, in the dehydrator. I guess. Yeah. And they just weird. fly away. But anyway, in my maybe it's not. But in my mind, I feel like, well, that's still better than eating a cookie or a candy bar. And it satisfies yes. or like that dried, that freeze dried fruit that's crunchy mm. and really sour. Uh-huh. Like yeah, that yeah. helps satisfy my sweet tooth after dinner. Nice. So like I'll do that. And um, and again, there's a lot of other things I could probably do that with. But I'm starting really small. I'm mm-hmm. just like I, that's my rule. I'm not eating sweets. But I'm not being ridiculous either. Like our sweet neighbors baked this little like mini lemon cake loaf. And I had a piece when they brought it over in the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just that overall idea of just most of the time, unless it's a special occasion or something, that I can do that. Because those five days fly by. And then I'm like, ooh, it's treat day. You know, I can have a cookie. <laughs> and then I actually find myself, I do eat it, but I don't eat as much as I would. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, yeah. now I can have a cookie and that feels really good. I don't yes. need to eat 10 cookies. Good for you. I love that. That's amazing. Very Thanks. cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. this whole like, I'm going to speak diet. I'm going to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. You know, no, but I know in the vein of atomic habits that over time, that will mm-hmm. definitely improve my health. Yes, it's compounded. It's like compounded interest <laughs> or savings or whatever. But yeah, I, I, well, we do something similar. Not we really don't, but what we do at <laughs> night. <laughs> it's I it's not the same. It's not the same exactly. But um, we eat. Uh, it has to be like over seventy five percent dark chocolate. Yeah. And so we buy the big bars of it, and then when we're watching TV at night, we'll each take one little row. Yeah. And we eat it because there's, you know, antioxidants and good yeah, things in that. Yeah, it's a healthy thing. Yes. Or if I already ate my chocolate during the day, like I sometimes <laughs> do, then I'll get like a cup of ginger lemon tea to have while I'm watching TV. Mm. And it's just that like special different flavor that's, it. it I, I don't know, the lemon ginger to me just, it tastes almost like, um, like a treat. Mm, interesting. And so, yeah. And, and also I love having something warm after a meal. Like I love having coffee, like if you're out yeah, to dinner, yeah, like having totally. coffee after dinner. And so it kind of satisf- satisfies that, you know, having a cozy, warm beverage after dinner before you go to bed, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but we still buy ice cream every once in a while. I'll have ice cream, but you know, probably maybe once a month, but that's yeah. about it. And to me, that's my thing. Like if I tell myself I can't ever have something again or I'm never going to eat sweets only like on a birthday party or something, that would never work for me. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. can go five days until I have a sweet again. That's not right. to me. That's not a big deal. And especially mm-hmm. when I know that, yeah, if someone bakes cookies for us, I'm not going to be like, sorry, I'm not eating those. You know, I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> You're going to be rude after all. Right? And now I want to make cookies. I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yes, yes. Well, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, you have to keep us updated on your progress. Sure. Oh, you know, I'm the first one to admit when I fall off the wagon. Because yeah. it's just the way it is. But again, this to me is more of a lifestyle. It's not a diet. Mm-hmm. No. It's just being more aware. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, very cool. Very cool. Oh, thanks, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So mine is, um, I don't know, it's just kind of a, I don't know if it's big news or whatever. But, you know, I, I think I mentioned before that they're reissuing the text from Mitten's original book. Mm-hmm. And it comes out in August of this year. And so um, what's cool is that they're changing the cover of it. And so I've been working back and forth with the editor this week on they've been sending samples over of, you know, what the cover might look like. And and, uh, and so we've been getting back to them. And yeah, it's, it's just funny because, you know, I feel like, you know, I've been writing Mitten since 2013. So he's definitely a brand. Yeah. And so... Like if they pick a stock image of a cat that doesn't look snarky enough or doesn't look, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like it's just, I, I find that I'm so protective over that image, you know? And so we got back to him and said, can you do these things instead? And he's like, well, you know, I hope you aren't thinking that this is only going to be, you know, popular with people who already read it. We you know we're hoping to get new readers and all this other stuff. So, but I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's a, it's a brand identity thing. Mm-hmm. Like he he can't look like some wussy little cat that mittens would make fun of. Well, now why yeah. can't you use the actual mittens? Because none of the pictures are good enough quality. Oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've tried, and um, and Corey even was on the on the phone on a message with Carrie and me one day. I don't know where you were, but like <laughs> Corey was. Yeah. How did I not know about this? So just know, so you co- folks know out there, a friend of mine actually has a cat who is uh-huh. sort of the perfect spitting image of Mittens. He is, he is Mittens. He's who we use in the photographs yes, for Mittens. Yes, His name is Bullet. And he's great. And But the thing is, like, so Carrie was sent Corey pictures, and he would try to make them, like, the right um, you know, resolution, yeah. but he couldn't get him to, and she has an old phone and, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just not, and I'm not going to drive all the way to take a few pictures. Especially so. in a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, <laughs> it, it didn't work out, but we tried. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, so I'm excited about that. And we, you know, there's a few that are taken out of it, um, but mostly they're the, the same ones and it's got the original dog fill. In it, like it's it's all the OG mittens. Oh my god, I love that! I'm yeah. so excited for you. Thank you, That's thank so you. Cool. Yeah, so it's actually already available for pre-order on Amazon. Wow, I know, I know. So that'll be cool. So that if if you are a fan and want to get you know uh, the new reissue, then go on and check it out. If you're not a fan, then, you know, you maybe be. you'll become a fan. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, who wouldn't like a snarky cat? Cats are just pure snark. I love that. Oh I love God. that so much. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's my news. I love- 
like it. I like it a lot. We're both Thank just you. like rocking it in our own little ways every day. We are. We are. Yeah. So not, I've been sick this week. So this is like the most I've done on a work day all week. And and every day is better, which is awesome. And so, Suze, you've been so great and understanding because we've had to adjust our schedules a little bit. So thank yeah. you. That's just life. You know, we all have to deal with things and we have to figure out our ways around it. And mm-hmm. it's just what how, you do. How grateful and, and fortunate are we that we get to plan our, nobody's telling us what our schedule is for the most part. Yeah. You can take your week and rest most of the week yeah. and you're still yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, right, you're not right. like missing deadlines or can't get into work or whatever. No. Right. Losing PTO. Like, oh, well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. So anyway, just another reason why that makes us the perfect team, the dream team. We are the dream team. And we just <laughs> have so many things going on that we, you know, oh, aren't so. really talking about much yet. But, ah, well, I guess they all know we're working on this book. Yeah, the Little House book. But, um, yeah, so that that's, we're, we're, yeah, we're watching a lot of Little House these days. <laughs> Ad nauseum. <laughs> Ad nauseum, but hey, it's good. It's good. But we're inviting it's you good. along that journey with us. Hop in the covered wagon, friends. Yeah, yeah. Revisit, you know, Plum Creek. Yes, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, your <laughs> floppy bootstraps. Go get a dress at Target. And <laughs> You're good to go. Uh, what do we have next week? Oh, my gosh. Next week is going to be so much fun. Because, of course, you know, what? What uh, Hallmark holiday is around the corner? Valentine's Day. VD. Good old VD. Yeah. Happy VD, everybody. So, <laughs> but we you know, of course, Valentine's Day, it's sweet. We're lucky. We have great, you know, partners in our lives. So, but we want to talk about the wilder side of Valentine's Day. Like all those crazy things you see commercials for, like crazy, uh, intimate things that you buy that are supposed to enhance your sex life and games Mar- and- marital aids yeah. <laughs> do we try any of them what do we think of them would we try any of them we thought- would we fold them or would we wad them <laughs> we we're gonna do some research this week and we're gonna probably come up with some really fun things for this show so we're excited about that and maybe give you a few ideas for your own Valentine's escapades. Escapades. I like that. Your own <laughs> your own Valentine's hijinks. Hijinks. Your sexcapades. Your sexcapades and hijinks. <laughs> Cue jive talking. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he didn't think of a porno, mu- porno music instead of Jive talking. Well, the beginning of it, though. I know. It's so click. It's got yes. kind of like a, a porno backing to it, maybe. I don't it, know. It does. Maybe that's well, just you, my one Barry looked mark. a little bit like a porn star, though. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> and those pants they all wear left nothing to the imagination. Porn pants. Anyway, so... <laughs> So that's that. So come back next week because we have lots of goodness to bring your way and uh, some nice surprises. And 
Well, we're here every Monday, right? Oh my gosh, every, every Monday. Every damn movie, like Monday, like we're episode 72 or three. Like That is just crazy. We're unstoppable. So We're, we're like an old retired person now. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to tune into your stories every Monday. Stories. <laughs> your programs. <laughs> so oh, anyway. The <laughs> The Barka Lounger. With those little doily things like on the, yeah. <laughs> on the side. And you've got your little like like pocket thing that you put on the, the armrest that holds the remotes and like and your wadded up Kleenex. <laughs> the TV guide. Yes. And your little, your little bowl of hard candies. <laughs> Werther's. Werther's and peppermint bonbons and you've got your credit card number written down on a scratchy like used piece of paper for like when qvc comes on where'd that go now oh it's stuck down there in the pocket there i want to order that dutch oven (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all of a sudden we're like old minnesota ladies i know oh Oh, gosh gosh. anyway (laughs) so FeminineHijinksPodcast.com is where you'll find us, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts and Facebook and Instagram and Patreon.com forward slash podcast. if you'd like to support the hijinks. Yes, that's right. So everybody stay well, stay safe, be your stay badass sexy. selves, be sexy. <laughs> and on that note, love another indoor sports. <laughs> XOXO. Bye-bye. Bye.